0: buys the boat and they sell the boat really i did not
1: yeah. know they said that who
0: they said actually that? they who actually say that? That. That, that's <laughs> who, that that's a thing who says that's a thing it points to the fact that maintenance is always an issue on a boat who said it though oh but
1: isn't it's a that, thing isn't that the same with children like the happiest days when you get it and the Th- th- then they move away from and home and that's, you... the second that's
0: <laughs> no i'm i'm pretty sure that's not a thing although it could probably be but yeah, yeah be, no, i know i heard you that you could
1: literally apply that to everything though
0: i guess like a house. But, but hot tubs a take it so wait, boats wait, takes bo- but what about a 12 pack of vanilla coke
1: you're happy when you buy it and oh yeah
0: think about and it then, <laughs> why 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 would you be upset yeah, when you'll you get be rid of this
1: when you've drunk like one so you have the taste but you still got like 11 to go yeah. I could see that's the variable.
0: That's you know that's what they say <laughs> about vanilla coke. About vanilla. I'm just telling you that you know hot tubs take maintenance. So if you have a hot tub on a yacht, and yachts take maintenance and hot tubs take maintenance, it's just going to be a nightmare.
1: Eric, you know what else takes maintenance? What? Keeping up appearances with
2: Sansa Stark. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Did we? just I know she, she. She had to. <laughs> her epi- her
0: she I had to dye her her gown. She had to dye her gown just to get the stain out of it, or she didn't even get the stain out. You just I can't know, see the stain. Poor Sansa. We've all had to do that. <laughs> yes, yes, I've dyed my my clothes before.
2: Every time I think about clothes dyeing, I think of. The elephant clothes Harry was forced to wear in sorcerer's stone. It's truly Game right. of Bones.
0: Oh, Pot- right. Potter yeah. Potter
2: efforts at the beginning. Yay. 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 Was Yay. it the
0: Grunnings uniform? Was that it? Grunnings not, the drill Grunnings. company? Grunnings is where... You no, know, Grunnings mm. is where Vernon works. What is it? Smeltings. Yeah, smeltings. he doesn't
2: go to Smeltings. Dudley goes to Smeltings. I wonder he what his life would have been like. goes Stonewall. Okay, I'm going to stop looking at knives.
1: Okay, that's always You were looking plans. at knives. Yeah,
2: yes, I was. Just to, to cut... Is that a precursor to the boat? No no, listen, it's a hot tub boat, but it's just it's just a boat that fits a hot tub and it's right like you can control it with a remote control. The hot tub? Yeah, well the boat too, because it's already the same thing. That's pretty badass. That's like a James
0: Bond yacht. What is the speculation? I the...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So we're at King's Landing, we're in the throne room. But Yarr. it's been stripped it's been stripped bare. Okay, speaking of Moonraker, it's like the surface <laughs> of the moon in the throne room because everything's been stripped bare since Robert's death. All of his favorite tapestries are on the floor, unceremoniously thrown into an, uh, an, an untidy pile, and our heroine, which is spelled the same as heroine, yes Sansa I, I Stark never
1: know how to say it.
0: <laughs> I know Sansa Stark is wandering the throne, the, sort of the back part of the throne room right before the first council meeting under Joffrey's reign, and she's kind of looking around at the different people that have gathered. And Mm -hmm. oddly enough, we we figure out that she's been given free reign of the castle, more or less, as long as she is, um, I want to say chaperoned by these honor guards. And the reason for this is that she's basically off on good behavior. So Queen, Queen Circe knows that she is not going to go anywhere, that she's harmless, and she's played right into her hands with writing all those letters, um, you know, to her family. And, so as a as a way to, I guess, reward her, Cersei has allowed her to, to go places instead of keeping her in that room.
1: What do you think Cersei thinks about Sansa at this point?
0: Very low. Very like, Why lowly. do you think she's
1: even keeping her around? Because you saw how easily she got rid of um, Jane Poole.
0: Right. Well, it, you can't just get rid of a Stark like that, especially when they're, their family... Like sure, I guess like, she's
1: kind of like a bartering chip, isn't she?
0: Yeah. Definitely. But I don't think she she views her as being harmful at all. That's why she's letting her walk around. You, you know, and where does Sansa go? She goes and picks flowers and goes and prays. In the in, I know, my God. You know, so so it's so like I clearly the queen is right. You know, she's she's not. If it were Arya, Arya would be. You know, trying to find Master Pharrell if he were still around and like plotting some kind of. You know against the queen no the queen knows that sansa
1: sansa is probably the only person who could have survived like that just being who she is because someone like Arya would get herself killed or thrown in the dungeon or something like that like (laughs) within the first 10 minutes you know
2: yeah i feel like cersei does fear her though i think she fears everyone which is what that it kind of fuels her kind of crazy behavior you know what i mean like she's always looking Mm -hmm. over her shoulder like oh there she could come out to get me you know she could be more pretty than me you know I hear I hear everyone thinks she sh- she's so pretty you know I, <laughs> seriously no seriously though I think that yeah I think that her insecurities is or are not sure which one we should use there it's what fuels her character to be the kind of character that she
0: is
1: it's very I mean, she's, Snow she's White r- isn't it really
0: s- yeah I was I was just thinking Maleficent yeah yeah just thinking that minus the um, mirror cersei Maleficent so Maleficent. I ship that, but um, maybe th- maybe that's why the
1: uh, don't we all?
0: <laughs> maybe that's why the um, the honor guards, you know, these guys that are sent to guard her, which I think is kind of insulting, really, because um, you know the, these I, I don't know. It's just it's just weird, but like, seriously, trusts her, but doesn't really trust her, but trusts her enough to let her out of that room. So
2: I think she's doing it for her for her son, you know, because at this point Joffrey is still right. on the docket to marry her you know yep. and it's Joffrey's first i mean this whole this whole chapter is basically a peek into Joffrey's first true open council thing in the throne room as a king so he's gathering all of these people that need to come pay homage to him and he's he's laying down a list he's like here's a list of people that i believe must come bow to me because they're butts and then so he goes off and and starts spouting names off this list and I thought to myself, Joffrey didn't write this list. He doesn't know any of these people.
0: <laughs> it's a laundry list of yeah. all the Bannermen, essentially, who yeah. are threats or whatever. Right. But then, um, he, but then he's like, also Arya Stark. We need her, too. Like, he's just
2: going down a list of people that he needs. And, you know, he goes from important people to people that are just, uh, just strictly around Ned and just strictly around the Starks and mm-hmm. just strictly around who we know Cersei doesn't like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, this is the first time Sansa hears about Arya, speaking of that, um, which leads her to deduce – I mean, she would have heard about her sooner if she'd asked about her. um, But she's just kind of – you know, the moment had passed, and she didn't know where she was. But now she assumes that Arya escaped, um, because if she's being summoned to pledge fealty, it means they don't have her, or that she's not knowingly dead.
2: Right. Which is better than being – I'd rather be missing than
0: being knowingly dead. She's like, oh, okay, good. She's not knowingly dead. We can move on from that part. Well, I know we give Sansa shit, especially because she didn't ask about Arya um, in her first encounter with the queen after her father had been taken. Um, but I, I did want to, to just to mention here that when she did would go about the when she would go about the castle and, and pray, um, she would sometimes pray to the the gods that she was familiar with, but also she would sometimes go into the godswood because the Starks have the old gods and she would pray for her father through them. And I thought that could have been, you know, a little bit of a redeeming quality for her. Um, maybe. You Although
1: know. I think it is like interesting with Sansa and it almost it almost Mm. I don't know. I mean, I I love Sansa now, but at this point in the story, it's just, it's hard to to be on her side. And I think one of the things that struck me, especially in the first book, is how she almost seems to disassociate herself with the Starks a lot. Like she always feels like the odd one out. You know, like she well, with her
0: direwolf too.
1: Well, that that's true too. But I think yeah. just in terms of she thinks about herself as a younger version of her mom, her mother. And I think that she always, she feels more like a Tully than a Stark. So she's always thinking of her dad's gods as not her own. And so I think that you, you that kind of came to light in this, in this uh, chapter when she would go to the sept and pray, because that's where you pray. And then she's like, Oh yeah, maybe I should go to the forest
2: too. Right. <laughs> I I don't really, I don't have, I don't mind Sansa that much because I understand things like not asking about Arya, all these small bits that were like, "Eh, these are kind of questionable character traits. I feel like... She kind of gets a free pass because all of these things are happening, and she's right in the lion's den of it. She's not off in yeah. Winterfell. She's not off in her own world like Arya is. Like she's seeing it happen to her father, to her family, and also to someone she's about to marry. And in, in the mind of a young girl, you know, it's yeah, she's, she's a so,
1: thirteen-year-old girl. Yeah, you she's know? so
2: impressionable, and all these things are happening. So I. I personally don't feel like the way she's handling the situation is altogether too terrible because it's really terrible what is happening to her and she's still walking around and being normal and trying to see some happiness in life, you know? Yeah. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, she's she's holding on to her innocence. Almost um almost desperately so, you know. She's almost she's she's holding on to it and sort of putting putting little shutters over her eyes to avoid seeing anything that might make her have to reconsider her her stance, you know, but in a way, I guess that's kind of bravery as well. It's it's stubborn, but it's brave.
0: Well, as we find out too at the end of the chapter, she's actually kind of spent this time preparing to speak to Joffrey and the Queen. Yes, um, which which you know really wasn't evident until she starts walking forward, and I'm like, oh look, Sansa has something to say. You know, after all that other stuff in the throne room happened. Um, so I, I guess it is pretty uh, brave to be doing what she's doing. But in this chapter, she steps in front of the council and asks. If they'll give her
2: father basically a second chance after what he Mm. did. I mean, and we are on his side, so we don't really see the weight of what he did. But essentially, he stood in front of the king and said, you're not a king. You're a bastard. You know, that's pretty extreme. And she's standing in front of that same bastard going, hey, my dad's in the dungeon. Let him out. You know,
0: He, he had a broken leg. He was upset. He may have said some things.
2: Yeah. But I mean, this whole time she could very easily be put under the knife. Just Cut her head off or throw her in the dungeon because she knows Joffrey's mind isn't in a good place. She was on the river. She saw what happened. You know, she knows what happened to the butcher boy afterward. Like she has perspective. But again, like Selena said, she's just kind of covering her eyes and hoping everyone just kind of comes out smiling and not too many people get hurt. You know, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. an interesting thought, actually terrifying uh, realization came to me when I was reading this chapter with Joffrey's first court session. And uh, the initials Joffrey, Baratheon, and JB are like Justin Bieber. <laughs> what? Same, Same same initials there, Justin Bieber, Joffrey. Um, so for the, for okay. this whole chapter, this whole chapter when Joffrey was sitting on the throne, I imagined it was uh, Justin Bieber going like, hey girl.
1: Oh hey. my god, Eric, That's- you realize that I'm never going to be able to unsee this now?
0: I you- will go unsee it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> That has to be photoshopped. We have to get a photoshopped photo. Of no one do this. Justin Bieber on no. the, please, the Iron Throne. We
2: got to do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, Mike is not here to keep Eric in check, ladies and gentlemen. He's, yes, yes. He's this, out I'm fighting free. White Walkers at work.
0: <laughs> I'm free. It's um,
2: Friday. We do things. It like is free Friday. Free Friday. This podcast is free. Only today. And every other day, <laughs> you God. listen to it. <laughs> High quality shit, people. High quality shit. And we have to kind of give a... Sansa is inside of the throne room. It's scary. She's looking around. And if you guys can remember from the television show, those of you listening, this is probably one of the most well-depicted scenes from book to film that I can
0: think of. Yeah. Namely for what happens, which is the, the desolation, if that's the right word, of Barristan Selmy.
1: Oh, which is harsh. It's really harsh to read.
2: It was more sad in the book too I mean because yeah. I mean they the, the, the jibes at him seemed a little bit more extreme when you could kind of I don't know feel the emotion through the text rather than seeing you know the cuts they chose
0: mm.
2: yeah and you can kind of paint it in your mind and he's just standing there and essentially like literally Joffrey was like, "You're too old to his face
1: what I you like old about man it, <laughs> what I like about it though is that he never becomes pathetic. Like, you know, oftentimes, like, this is the a kind of trope scene in, in some ways where you have the young people sort of suss out the old, um, telling them that they can't do it anymore and all that. But Barrison was always, always had the upper hand, even as he felt himself be humiliated. Maybe because we saw it from Sansa's perspective. And for once, she wasn't siding with the young, good-looking one. You know, she was right. actually seeing, she's beginning to see sense now. It's really a turning point for her, really, this chapter. Um but yeah, you, you sort of you, – you saw him through her eyes and she didn't – she felt sorry for him, but she didn't pity him. You know, she didn't find him pathetic and there, therefore I don't think we as the readers found him pathetic, which was good because it was hard enough to read as it was.
2: He did seem more pathetic in the show, didn't he? A little I mean, bit,
1: but I think pathetic. that's just because you got to see – you see, saw the look in his eyes when he realized what was happening, which we kind of were spared from here, I think.
0: Right. I just—I think the pacing was a little bit faster, too. Like, here he's able to completely explain all of his oaths, all of the times he's fought in battle. You know, and he's like, I've done all this, and I have nowhere yeah. to go, and now you're going to give me a house and, a, and people to bury me? Like, what the hell?
2: Also, something that we missed in the show when he stormed out, it was kind of a bigger deal because, you know, he, he did the, the entire line where he was like, even now I could cut all of you down. So yeah. look, out, yeah. look out for that. And he storms away, and then... Joffrey actually sends the guards after him to have him thrown in jail. And we didn't hear that in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to question him, I guess to seize season question or just to, to seize him because he talked back, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. And there's all that you're right. And what you were saying about Cersei too, like being afraid there's all these potential for people to be plotting against her.
2: Yeah. I mean, at this point it seems kind of a dumb move for her to keep
0: making more enemies. <laughs> well, um, you're right. But speaking about that, I think the Lannister family in this this single move has become unstoppable. Um, and that is because they have, in Ned Stark's place, uh, placed Tywin Lannister as Hand of the King. Jaime Lannister replaces and Selmy as leader of the Kingsguard. And the Hound, who is not even a knight and won't be a knight, is on... The King's Guard now, and he's uh what sworn to protect Joffrey, and now Joffrey is king. And Cersei is head uh, is now on the council as well. All in this this chapter they announce all of these appointments, and it's Lannisters in power. And I was just blown away by how quickly all of the Lannisters get the top positions in, in the kingdom duh <laughs> right i mean, I mean right, we, right? yeah okay okay i tried i tried to make it sound profound but <laughs> what you just you just ruined my, my my shot there zach what is the queen regent going to do
2: now that she has absolute power lover brother is now the head guy um daddy is now the side guy like it's all working you know according to her plan
0: <laughs> um now, int- I guess the only thing I forgot to mention there was that the Queen's taking the place of Stannis on the Council. Um, and he's listed as the traitor, Stannis Baratheon. Um, I don't remember exactly what may have caused this, or if he's just, he fled, and that's, that's why he's being treated as such. Um. Isn't it because
1: he believes Ned? Did well, he think, get Ned's letter?
0: And didn't he fled? And hasn't he? Flea? No, he has, he,
1: he was not King's Landing. That was, a, that was Renly. Oh, speaking
0: with – that was Renly, right. We haven't, Renly, we haven't met
1: um, Stannis at this point yet.
0: You're right. Um, So, yeah, the Baratheons, you know, kind of Beased. hanging out elsewhere. And during some of these appointments, um, the people in the audience were, like, mumbling and stuff. And I assume that to just mean that people really realize that one family is is quite largely controlling. If they didn't already, which, you know, <laughs> Ned was
2: concerned yeah. about. Well, the dichotomy of the kingdom was so strange before because you always had Tywin with his fingers in the jar. Like he was always making the moves that he wanted. I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. his daughter is the queen and he didn't necessarily know about the bastard situation with Joffrey and the other kids. I, I mean, I'm sure he didn't. Um, but No,
1: I'm pretty sure he doesn't know.
2: Right. But still, they're so much in debt. And Robert is sort of a pushover, but not really. So they always had sort of a strange hold on the kingdom. And I think that the people in the council and the people that had any sort of like perspective on the powers of be always knew the Lannisters were some assholes that were doing some stuff. But now this mumbling is like, OK, now here we are. Now they have their full seat. Now we're going to see some shit happen. So the mumbles are kind of like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much um, all I got except to say that Sansa does come forward. And and ask for I guess leniency or mercy, um, in the case of of Ned Stark, her father. So
1: this was just a chapter where I began to to like Sansa. I think you know, in retrospect, like, I can look back on earlier chapters and I can I can see why she did what she did. But until this point in the book, I was just like, oh, Sansa,
2: <laughs> you
1: know. But then this happened, and she actually began to to make some progress. I think, and to show that she didn't only care about herself and her social position and it was really great to see and especially the way that she thought about Sir Barrison got me a lot of respect for her.
2: And Sansa was playing the game as well because in her whole speech... You know, she was doing the womanly sort of winks and speaking directly to him.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: And, and and that was in the book. That was the narrative a in this secret chapter. Secret
1: little smile.
0: Yeah, a secret little. That <laughs> was only for him. And he bit too. He bit. He was he like, bit.
2: Your sweet words have moved me. I'm like, <laughs> Ah, I see. You know, it, it's clouded judgment in his prepubescent age. I see, Joffrey. It's it's funny because she's standing there, and we know we've we've we know that she's clever. She's Ned's kid, and she's Arya's sister, and the whole the whole batch of kids are, are. I mean, she's a main character. We know she's clever. Yada yada yada. But you know, she pulled out the whole milk of the poppy bit. You know, she's she's a little young to be blaming something on drugs, but it was it, <laughs> seriously it totally made sense because that was one of the things I feel like it cemented in the minds of the people around Joffrey. Okay, we're gonna give him a chance because he he could have been on some of the poppy. Pisel loves that shit, so he probably poured <laughs> it on pretty hard. You know, so they're like, all right, we'll let him talk again, and and then everyone just sort of let Joffrey make the decision. You know, which was an odd decision, I think, considering how crazy he normally is. So my question is, if you guys were Joffrey in this situation, you know, and you had his personality, blah, 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 what decision would you have made regarding Ned Stark?
1: I don't think, I mean, his decision confused me a little bit because I was fully expecting him to, to just completely embarrass Sansa at this point because I got confused as well with the show like when this happened so I thought this was the moment when he totally called out Sansa in front of everybody Um, so I think if I was Joffrey I would have just been like hell no (laughs)
0: to
2: be honest with (laughs)
0: you that's what I'm saying like what about you Eric I don't know this little you know Pretty stark girl, Ginger, is, is giving me some a, <laughs> secret, a secret, secret smile that's just for me. Sweet spot. So <laughs> don't that's watch true. Doctor Who. Don't
2: watch don't watch New Doctor Who with Amy Pond then because you're like oh. it'll be a letdown when it's all over. <laughs> oh yeah. The um you were saying? <laughs> if it was me, if I were in this situation, I think I would go with Selena and I'd be like, Listen, I'm the king. This guy says something bad. I'm just gonna either leave him in the cell for a long time to make an example, or we can behead him. Whichever, probably the cell though, because honestly, what good does anyone do dead? Anyone? Um, manure. Well, <laughs> but when he's
1: thirteen, like he's he's in the position though. At the same time, where like it's kind of like instant gratification. Like you see, see how much power I have. See what I can command that people do for me. You know.
2: Well, he should have made him his new fool. I'm getting
1: yeah. really into this. <laughs> this is a dangerous <laughs> <Yeah>. game.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? yeah. No, but you're right for pointing that out. That Sansa's playing it. I think. Um, the thing of it is, too, though, is that Joffrey's a little bit confused about what Ned was saying, which is weird. You oh, know? yeah, he is. He, he had to ask his mother afterwards. He was like, but he said that I wasn't the real king, and that's weird. And he's, like, still commanding. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, if he wants to apologize, sure, you know, we'll hear him out. But the other thing is that um, the queen is, is a little disappointed in Sansa. Um, Sansa may have her wandering privileges revoked after this. Um, because, uh, the first thing that the, you know, is said back to Sansa after she first comes forward, um, you know, Sansa, remember what I told you about, um, traitorous blood, you know, and, (laughs) and, and and, uh, she's just like, I have nothing else to say. And of course, then the, the rest of the council tries to belittle Sansa's request, um. Like little finger, and and Varys is like playing the game too. He's just like, Oh, well, you know, some of the smartest stuff comes from the words of babes I've heard. You know, like he's just trying to milk it. Everybody's trying to milk it. It's it's really weird. It
1: is, sounds but weird, but it's a game. It's interesting. It is a game.
0: Games are weird sometimes. <laughs> this game has interesting rules, like Juman, especially
1: Jumanji. the ones of Thrones.
2: Dude, Jumanji mm. is the strangest game ever created.
1: That movie used to terrify the shit out of me when I was a little. Which scene, on TV. particularly which one? I th- the, you know th- I think it was actually the one where they were playing the game because. Like, what, and
0: it sucked him in.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yes. yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. Have that kind of sucks with the stampede or monsoon in your lagoon because that shit
0: got cray real quick. Um, I just I didn't like Vampeld. He reminds me too much of Tywin Lannister. I think. Mm. If I were a betting man. And I decided
2: to bet my money on what could be the most hellacious zone of this show, of this chapter. I'd have to give it to Littlefinger. Because, you know, this entire chapter was full of jibes from the people on the side council. And I feel like it probably wouldn't have been allowed if Robert were king. But Robert's away and everyone's playing. Like, the king is supposed to be speaking. But these dudes on the side are like, you know, they're making fun of Sir Barrison. And I don't remember the line exactly. But Littlefinger was making fun of Barristan, you know, with his eyes and with his laughs and his little bearded chuckle. But then Barristan drops his breastplate, and he's like, man, I'm out of here. I don't need this breastplate anymore. You guys fired me. And then he's like, oh, you'll we'll probably have to do it naked or something. And everyone just, like, <laughs> uproars with laughter. I'm thinking, this is terrible. Like, this yeah. is this is, this is is the Senate right now. This is, this is your structure. This is your ruling class. They're making jokes about, you know, their head dude who'd been serving his entire life, you know. Mm-hmm. And he gets respect— yeah, he gave perspective. He was like, I gave up a sweet wife that I could have had. I gave up everything just so I could do this. And now at the end of it all, you're just going to fire me. It's supposed to be to the death. And then he challenges Littlefinger to a duel and Littlefinger wins, which is really strange. That didn't happen. But if it did happen, it mm. would be strange.
1: It says a lot about Littlefinger, though, doesn't it? Just that that line right there that he's willing to just do anything for a quick laugh for people. I'm so, so
0: glad that he didn't lay his creepy eyes on Sansa in this chapter he and could make have. some remark about her her mother. <laughs> but like to her I'm right. just like Cause that's That happens I guess Towards the end of season 2 In the show so I'm just like, I was I was thinking about it when I was reading this chapter.
2: It says a lot about mm-hmm. his character that he's gonna kick someone when he's down. Because exactly. I seriously doubt he would have said that line last week, you know.
1: Exactly. That's what I yeah, exactly. He he's such an opportunist. It's God, to the extreme that's the word I was
2: gonna use, yeah. And Varys oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I love when Varys walks in and George uh, literally again is like Varys is walking into the room, you know, scene, interior, night, Varys is walking in. His footsteps cannot be heard. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just pit pattering with rabbit's feet oh across gosh, the ground. Oh my gosh, I know.
1: Bear, the descriptions of Varys are some of my favorite parts, even though they kind of gross me out, just the way he's described, but it's amazing. Did
0: you have an own? Or do I, do have an own. I
1: do have an own. I'm do. i not just hedging my way past the owns without. <laughs> um, no, my, mine has to be a Sir Barrison because um, he is actually one of my favorite characters in the entire series. Um, he... Sir Barrison looked up sharply and said, "A hall to die in and men to bury me. I thank you, my lords, but I spit upon your pity, and my oh. fist went." <laughs>
2: <laughs> so in the modern day, he basically told them to screw off.
1: Exactly, he's such yeah. a badass. Ugh, I, spit I love him.
2: Upon
0: your pity,
1: <laughs> I spit upon your pity. <laughs> I hope
0: that I hope this guy gets to live to see another day. Let me just I say hope that. so too. It isn't said in this chapter if they've actually seized him. That new uh, ugly guy with the two ugly sons was going to go get him. Slint, is it? Janice Slint, yeah. Is it Slint? Yeah. Yeah. Who's newly appointed. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I just hope this guy, I'm going to second that own and just say that that (laughs) Selmy really, really just...
1: This is because I stole your word, isn't
0: it? stood up to it, yeah. No, I was going to say that anyway. I think this whole episode should just be called The Desolation of Selmy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> reference, I got it.
0: Okay, I like that. Um, but yeah, Selmy is just really he—he he can handle the demotion well. He storms off, maintaining all of his dignity.
1: He does. Um, He's so brilliant. or most of it,
2: minus yeah. the jab by by Littlefinger. yes. minus the
0: breastplate. I love the
1: <laughs> actor too. I don't remember what his name is, and that's kind of embarrassing since I brought it up. But I love him. I think he does. He did such a brilliant job. Like you just—you just wanna. You just want to believe him. You know, you just want to be on his side. It's Ian McElhinney. I just wanted to bring that in there. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's brilliant. I love him.
2: I hope that he plays in the new Warcraft movie because his voice sounds like something that needs to be a voiceover character for, like, some
0: knight, like a proud king or something. He just looks
1: like such a nice person.
0: Yeah, that too. I hadn't heard that. I knew about the new Guillermo del Toro with the big, big giant titan things. Um, But I didn't know about the Warcraft movie.
2: Yeah, I read about it on Hypeable.com. That's Mm -hmm. H-Y-P-A-B-L-E.com. I was going to say, we (laughs) wrote a story about that. (laughs) Written by uh, Mr. Jeremy. And uh, it was a a nice article. And I read about it. And it's a website.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) It's very smooth.
2: I'd like to read an email sent to us from Gordon Walsh, who you may remember from earlier in the week, who who wrote an exciting... uh, sort of point of view and into our own story as it were if you will he a little comment on today's chapter so this is his own his own for today's chapter which is chapter 57 by the way for people that need perspective i am one of those people he says catlin's wisdom shines through once again as sansa subconscious it says in italics he does love me he does joffrey's a psychotic demon midget and deep down sansa knows it too so that's the own from Gordon Walsh, everybody. A
0: psychotic demon midget. Yes, he wrote. I think you could you could prove one of those three things. <laughs> and he went
2: on to write uh, more about the small council and and things that are terrible. And it was good. So thank you for the
0: email, uh Mister Gordon Walsh. Thank you, sir. And that's a good example uh, to hear that that it's not only our owns for each chapter that we will read on the show. You can send your owns too as well if you're reading along with us, which you're encouraged to do. Very, 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 truly, much so. Um, Send them to us via email or Twitter. Um, The email address is still, I believe, Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, contact at gameofowns.com. That's that's correct. I guess I'm not wrong. (laughs) And then Twitter (laughs) handle, of course, is Game of Owns, the name of this show G A M E O F O W N S. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. (laughs) Send us your owns, send us your comments on the episodes, and check out um, the Hypeable forums. I believe, is there a Game of Owns forum in the Hypeable or just? There is. is. Yes. Okay, yeah. Was' I not mean, um, a whole
1: forum. This is a thread. I just mean, dedicated. There's an entire <laughs> right. forum dedicated. We have our own forum. Selena on knows high some people.
2: people. We, got the, yep. we got the hookup. The H-O-O-K
0: space U-P, as it were. Wow, oh, we're mm. so good with
1: the spelling today. It's brilliant. I feel like this is a lesson of some kind.
0: I had my alphabets this morning. <laughs> Every episode of Goo is a lesson,
2: ladies and children. So listen...
1: And now, it's time for Eric Skull's...
0: Read the tweets in 87 seconds or less. (laughs) Gordon says, Praise the Lord above. We've missed you guys. Trailer will drop on January 31st. I just know it. So excited. Ryan Callister says, Wheels up. Let's the new up. listening commence. See us stateside. Camille Schott says, I'm close to being caught up with Game of Thrones. I can taste it. So upset with myself for not keeping up, but they podcast like the wind. Johanna, in response to our tweet, where we said, Horse meat sausage. She says... It should certainly be surprisingly tasty. Mm. Mm. Deneen Cole says, I'm glad you think so. That's in exchange for um, the question of who's more insane, Circe or Liza Tully? Oh, good question. Thank you for communicating with us. STE Taylor says, I'm trying to listen over here, but I guess we were tweeting too loudly or something. And Megan who is our favorite person. No, I shouldn't say that. Megan, who's... Oh, way to differentiate between the listeners. But, uh, last but not least, Megan, who's a, re- uh, a recurring communicator with us on Twitter, says, Game of Owns, mentioned me again. Be right back. I'm fangirling.
1: If only she knew she were your favorite.
0: If only she knew. She's our favorite, is what I said. <laughs> our favorite.
2: <laughs> I want a not,
1: different favorite. We can't not a have me the and same her favorite. Thing.
2: Yeah, let me find the favorite real quick. I'm going to pick Stephen J. Tay. That's my new favorite. He's a hypeable guy, and he's tweeted us twice so far. You know, I
1: worked with him in the student shop of my university. Hey,
2: how's your ears, Steven? Are they ringing? Because we're talking about you right now. (laughs) Thank you, Steven, my new favorite. My new favorite, ladies and gentlemen.
1: And that was Eric Skulls.
2: Read the tweets in 87 seconds or less. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah. So listen, iTunes is something that we don't normally talk about when Mike is not here. Because he's out fighting the battles kind of, of battles. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Go ahead if you want to. You can leave a review if you'd like. Should should they? Yeah,
1: please. If you want to. It might be nice. We'll, we'll give you secret smiles, Sansa style.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and if you put your real name and home mailing address <laughs> into your review, <laughs> well, first off, don't do that smiles. because <laughs> because <laughs> iTunes won't allow that. If you do leave us a review and say something like, this is a review i'm making it you might become our new favorite so there's that yes it's something to strive for, to people me and, and mike
1: still haven't picked ours so you know two spots open
2: two spots open <laughs> we're half fulfilled ladies and gentlemen it's friday it's a podcast you're listening to it there's nothing else to say i'm zach i'm eric
1: i'm selena oh Bye, there's everybody. no one else i'm selena the end
2: what do we say now <laughs> <laughs> all right goodbye
1: cool. <laughs>